All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of a uh, hundred books a year with Kevin. Today, uh, let's probably the last day that we're gonna spend on the world without email, the book. Let's talk about how to preserve or utilize attention capital. Right. We kind of established the um examples yesterday and the days before that. Um, the attention capital is the most important thing, right? Uh, we don't want to be communicating via email or instant messaging because it's so frictionless. Um, however, we need to, um, quote unquote, get a sense of um, trying to uh, slow down the work process, right? And then make sure that we can just chat less email and then do less of an instant messaging, right? So like make sure that our our knowledge workers or our knowledge work gets a sustained long period of attention. So how do we manage that, right? There are a couple of things that we want to uh, end on this series on, and there are probably three, four different things. Um, so, so the first thing is, don't let the incoming message design, uh, decide your current workflow, right? So kind of, you know, a stick to your plan of your workflow. Um, unless there is some kind of an emergency that you have to change it, but make sure that the emails or the work order that you're getting doesn't affect your workflow for the day, okay? And secondly, make sure that you build a structure around autonomy. So what that means is make sure that you are going to delegate your work, right? Um, so the knowledge work, in a sense, it's really about work execution and also workflow. So in a sense that our hyperactive hive mind usually reflects or usually affects the workflow, but we need to make sure that the work execution get planned out correctly before we can let the workflow kind of mess up the entire project, right? So, so, so in a sense that a workflow should not be figured out by an individual worker, we need to focus on work as um, execution. <clears throat> so in a sense, what is the best way for you to get this done? What is the best way for you to take care of this? And um, manager or a programmer or you know, like maybe the head of IT de uh, d uh, department, for example, right? Their, their goal is to get the code output into the system. Right or maybe some tracking, but what is not their goal is how to code, right? There. So as a manager of a programmer, their real goal is to make sure that the code is bug free, is applied properly, but they're not going to teach their employee how to do their job, right? That's uh, that's like a workflow related problem. Now, from the um, autonomy perspective, work execution is really the results of um, autonomy in a sense, getting a sense of, okay, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm trying to do right here. And number three is minimize contact switching, right? We talk about it on day one where contact uh, switching is, is where um, you actually spend willpower or attention capital in switching contacts, right? Uh, doing uh, the creative work and then changing it to email and then it's hard for our brain and it takes time for them to adapt back, right? So in a sense that how should we design that work execution is really 
to minimize the mid-task contact with anybody, right? Maybe uh, uh, ask somebody how to do this, maybe uh, bother somebody on how to do this, right? So the more we're able to compare one thing at a time, the better work bring function or integration will be. So in a sense that we need to minimize the urgent communication and really bring down the overflow or the overload of information and then just make sure that everything, like not everything is important, right? Really, really get to one task and complete it is the most important thing. Okay, number five, number four. I don't know my numbers this morning. Um, don't mind the inconvenience. And that, what that mean is the hyperactive high mind, it really, it seems really convenient at the moment, right? You just uh, type a few words, it uh, takes a couple of seconds, and then you send a message off. But in the long term, it's going to cost you, right? Although like, in the short term, typing a quick message is not going to uh, you know, um, affect anybody or you know, get some rules or you know, there's no guidelines. But the thing is, is we need to kind of get the employees, the people that work for you or work within the team to invent the process right? Not to kind of just like um, mislead the whole team, right? In, in terms of different directions. So in this sense, the locus of control is really the motivation that lies within your team member, the motivation that uh, they need to have set, have success, not right now, but also in the future, right? So I think those are very, very valuable, the four principles on how to preserve your attention capital, let me review it one more time. Number one, don't let incoming message de uh, decide your current workflow. Number two, build a structure around autonomy, focus on work execution, not workflow. Number three, minimize contact switching in a sense that just you know, stick to a task for a longer period of time. Number four, don't mind the inconvenience of a hive mind, right? So something that's really convenient or really seems like it's convenient to just uh, send a message right now, it's really important for you to hold on to it and make sure that you are not, um, quote unquote, getting sidetracked by the uh, emails and the constant messaging that we're getting. So um, that's it, guys. I think this will call for our series. I think my biggest takeaway for this series is we are kind of swinging to the extreme right now with the emails and the instant managing. I think it's going to swing back. But the thing is, is we need to make sure that uh, we are getting quote unquote results in a sense that we need to be able to get a confirmation or get some kind of a long-term thinking in like, or long-term thought on this particular idea. And I totally agree with the last principle that we just dis uh, discussed. Sending an instant messaging is actually really, really convenient, but it might bear long-term costs as well. All right, guys, uh, that was it for me for this series. And uh, thank you for listening. Tomorrow, we're going to start a new book. And uh, you have a good day.